Welcome back to the Prepared Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Austin. Got another got another episode for you guys this week. A little bit different, right? <clears throat> Periodically, I'll do these uh, these episodes where I kind of just share my thoughts, kind of talk about some uh, a little deeper topics, uh, maybe even philosophical. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some thoughts with you guys this week and on a couple different things uh, that have been going on, but. Hey, before I get into that, just like always, I want to make sure that I thank our sponsors here at Prepared Mindset. First off, EclipseHolsters.com. Guys, head over and check them out. I mean, honestly, you need a good holster. You need a mag carrier. You need a wallet. Maybe you're just looking to spend a little money, uh, support a good small business. Uh, they're great, honestly. Uh, customer service, top notch. Uh, whatever you need, they'll take care of you. Not satisfied? You can send it back and swap it out for... Uh, a different holster with, uh, and all you got to do is pay shipping. That's that's how I was introduced to the company after ordering a uh, Christmas gift for my wife. Uh, she had a Springfield, uh, went out and bought a Glock uh, like a month after after Christmas. Thanks, honey. And uh, <clears throat> I reached out to Eclipse, and they were more than happy to exchange it. I just did this exact same model, exact same design, different mold. Uh, they took care of it. All they do, I think it cost me like seven or 13 bucks or something. And that's because I went, you know, like two day UPS shipping. Um, but they're a fantastic company. Uh, they'll have your your holster uh, out the door in three days or less on its way to you. Three business days or less uh, out the door. And if you spend over 60 bucks, which I mean, honestly, you buy a holster, you, uh, oops, buy a holster from them. That's that's going to cover that. You're going to spend at least that much. Um, yeah, they'll Free shipping, right? Can't beat it. Honestly, uh, you don't see a print that you like, or maybe there's something specific you want, let them know. They work with a bunch of great partners. They'll get you taken care of. They'll hook it up, man. And on top of that, if you use our code prepared one, five, they're going to knock 15% off the bill. Eclipseholsters.com. Great people. They make a great product. Go check them out. Also, MyMedic.com. We were lucky enough to have Zeph from MyMedic on uh, on last week's episode talking to us about the great, great work that uh, that MyMedic is doing. Uh, you know, uh, medical kits, the importance of first aid and IFACs. Um, if you guys need anything, right? Maybe you need a solo kit to go out uh, hunting with. Maybe you're just buying some components to build your own kit or fill out. Uh, maybe you had to use some some gauze, or maybe you had to use part of your existing kit, and you're looking for a refill. Head over to my medic, man. They've got everything. And the great part is if you buy one of their kits, they're also going to send you an email link with some instructional content. And guys, having that having that gear is is awesome, right? It's it's crucial, it's critical. If you don't know how to use it, you can still have it and you might be the difference maker for somebody that you know, uh, that, that comes across an unfortunate situation. Maybe somebody else comes along that does have the knowledge but <clears throat> maybe doesn't have the kit. You could be the difference maker there by just being prepared. But having the skill and the supplies, that's the real game changer, right? And that's something that I noticed that, that MyMedic does very well that, you know, uh, some of the other companies out there don't do so well. Um, and they also gear it towards, you know, your family, right? Uh, family, hunting, uh, hiking, outdoor sports, uh, motorcycles, uh, boating, right? Here in Michigan, we're huge on boating. It's not just the uh, the latest, greatest, uh, tiniest tactical pack you can shove on the back of a battle belt or, you know, in a cargo uh, cargo shorts pockets that a lot of other companies are, are trying to push through the market right now is the new hotness. So if you check out MyMedic, you can actually use our discount code, Mindset20. It's going to save you 20% when you go to checkout. And if you feel so inclined, <clears throat> you can head over to our Facebook page. 
the Prepared Mindset Podcast on Facebook. In our offers section, we have our affiliate link. Um, and we, we are affiliates with MyMedic. And if you, uh, if you purchase through our affiliate link, we get a very small piece of whatever you spend that's going to come back to us and, and help support the Prepared Mindset and everything that we're doing here. You can still use Mindset 20 to save 20%. We'll just get a little piece of whatever you do end up spending. So MyMedic.com, go check those guys out, pick up whatever you need. So getting to it, right? This week, I want to talk about one word, uh, momentum, okay? Um, building momentum, maintaining momentum. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things, you know, in life uh, that this could apply to. And I'm just going to talk about, you know, what what I've been, what I've been through, uh, what I am going through, uh, you know, how I, how I feel about it and stuff. Uh, because it's important, right? If you're trying to, you're trying to, you're listening here. You're you're leading this lifestyle that we're all kind of we're all about, right? It involves a lot of work, um, and that's whether you were in the service or out, right? Maybe the government, maybe you you were in the service. Government spent a lot of time and money teaching you a lot of these skills. Maybe you never were. Maybe you're like me, right? You're just a civilian. Um, always been a civilian. Always going to be a civilian at this point, um, and you're just trying to further yourself, right? better yourself. That's what I'm talking about. Like we, we all need to work towards something, you know? Um, I feel like as the longer you sit still, as we get older, the longer you sit still, the, that compounds on itself, the more damaging that can be by just not, not doing anything with yourself. And that's not to say that you have to be constantly picking up new hobbies and constantly be, meeting new people and constantly being in a state of change, right? Change can be good. Um, it doesn't need to be change. It just means that you have to keep moving forward and you have to be moving forward at a pace that is, um, you know, that's, I think it should be challenging you. I think it should be exciting you. I think it should be uh, something that you can possibly even use to define you, right? Um, with a lot of what we do here, for instance, communications, right? A couple weeks back, we had Sam on talking about communications. Before that, I was talking about how I was uh, working towards getting my technician's license for ham radio. That's just one example, right? Um, It doesn't, it doesn't have to be that, but you should always be working towards something, Uh, set goals, right? Persevere through whatever you're dealing with to get to those goals. Here, our goals can be things like, yeah, you know, um, I want to pass my my license exam, right? Uh, I want to become uh, a certified user for for ham radio, and well, well, why? Um, well, because if you back it up and you look at the bigger picture here, my goal right now, my big picture goal, and because all this stuff can be broken down, right? And we talk about if any of you guys work in like corporate America or any kind of structured environment, right? There's charts and, and swim lanes and, and route charts and just all kinds of slideshow presence. You see all kinds of stuff, right? A lot of people in this world make a lot of money off of different ways of kind of explaining um, how to break down your goals into smaller goals and break those down into even smaller goals to make it, uh, you know, bite-sized pieces. Uh, things like, uh, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time type deal <clears throat> and, and making it more manageable because... Um, when you look at your, your end game, you look at your, 
your overall goal of where you want to be, it can be staggering. Or let me say, I'll even go as far as to say it should be staggering, right? It should be something where you look at it and go, I don't know how I'm going to get there. Because if you do, if you can look at it and clearly say, okay, I I know how I'm going to get there and you're not worried, you're not concerned, you don't have questions, I would say you're not doing enough to challenge yourself. Honestly, you are not moving fast enough or far enough. Um, your momentum, uh, to my early, to my, my first point, right? The point that we're talking about here is your momentum is, it, it, it's not there, right? Um, so taking those small steps, uh, taking those small bites out of uh, whatever you're working on, that can be, um, that, that's the way it should be, really. It should be advantageous to you. Uh, to make those those small changes and work towards those smaller goals. So for us here, we talk about, you know, I talk a lot about preparation. I talk about making changes to my lifestyle. If you follow, follow me on Instagram, um, you know, been hitting the gym, right, since about March, since uh, here in Michigan, when they uh, legally or, yeah, it's not really legally because it was a bullshit executive order, but <clears throat> um when gyms were allowed to reopen, even, you know, with the mask rules, which were, I mean, that was rough. Like, honestly, for somebody like me who was trying to get back into some kind of decent shape, having to work out and run and stuff with a mask on, it was pretty painful. I suffered through it, um, you know, and, and here we are now uh, as of the beginning of this month uh, in in the, the great mitten state of Michigan. We, we are not under a mask mandate anymore, but, um, you know, getting getting in shape. Uh, fitness is is a huge goal of mine, and I I you know I post periodically on the Instagram page here to help. Um, I mean, it's like it's personal accountability for me, really. You know, it's it's sharing with everyone. Hey, I did this. Um, it's not supposed to be a humble brag. I know a lot of people like bitch about that stuff and they're like, oh yeah, look, you you know, humble brag because you did something. I mean, call it whatever you want. For me, <clears throat> it, it's accountability. Okay. Um, if I'm sharing with you, Hey, I did this. Um, this is my new benchmark. Um, this is me proving that I did do this. I can do this. Um, and it's my new standard. It's my new expectation for myself. Right. And fitness is just one part of it. And that's guys, you don't have to be one of these crazy, uh, like I honestly, I don't want to like rip on anybody who does CrossFit, but some of these like, uh, stereo stereotypical, uh, CrossFit bros that they want to be super extreme and super hardcore about, uh, you know, working out. And if you're not meeting their standards, then you're doing it wrong. Or if you're not meeting their expectations uh, or what they think you should be doing, or, you know, if you, that's not the same for you, it's going to be different for every single person. It should be different for every single person. You know, um, me only being at this four months, like my first goal was, um, a, I needed to establish a baseline. Okay. I took like the first 90 days and, you know, my, my first goal, uh, realist really was to be able to do, um, bicep curls, bench press, and, um, what is it like the lat, uh, the machine, the lat push down or whatever. Um, I wanted to get a consistent hundred pounds on each one. Um, and it took a while it did, you know, and that's, that sounds pretty weak and honestly it, it probably is. Um, but that was my first goal. And then, so about the last month, last five weeks or so that, that I, I, I got myself there, it's been a consistent, you know, hey, I'm going to maintain that, but then it was running, right? I'm going to get under a 10-minute mile, which again, not impressive by most standards. 
um, I would I would say that's not good by most standards. But for me, it was something that having not done it for so long, that was something I needed to do for myself. Now, I'm actually almost to um, nine minutes. I think nine eighteen for a one mile time was uh, was where I set uh, or where I ended up. I guess yesterday. Um, and that's, again, that's just, you benchmark it and you take little bites at a time. And, you know, once I eventually get, uh, under, get to nine minutes, it'll be, you know, eight thirty. And that's, you know, uh, how do you do that stuff? Why, you know, you, you go three days a week, four days a week, two days a week, whatever it is, you set your goal for me. I know where I want, where I want to end up. Right. I know what I want to see of myself, uh, both in the mirror and just introspectively. Right. Um, I see older folks out in the world having the issues that they have, um, even some of the health issues my own parents have right now. And I know that, um, you know, they made sacrifices, certainly, uh, as parents, right? It's not always easiest to get away and get to the gym. Um, they made certain sacrifices of their own because they were, they were being parents. Um, as it stands today, I am currently not a parent, but I want to ensure that, you know, uh, my life has a certain degree of quality uh, going forward. And I want to keep improving on that. So that's, that's why I'm, I'm doing that. That's one small goal uh, that leads to my overarching goal, right? Um, and I'm going to keep building on this, right? I'm going to keep building my momentum. I'm going to keep trying to move forward uh, and, and get closer to, you know, step by step what I want to do. Same thing with, you know, um, the dry firing, right? I get a lot. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> lately been getting a lot of heat uh, online from people giving me, giving me flack because it's dry firing. It's not really anything new, the concept of dry firing. Um, it's not really new also getting getting shit on by guys that are, uh, some of them are vets, uh, some of them are just, you know, internet trolls, whatever. Guys, that I honestly, and it sounds again like some of this like pump yourself up type uh, type crap that you get at like self-help seminars that, and a lot of people don't want to hear it. <clears throat> they don't want to hear it from, from people like me. They don't want to hear it from friends, family, whatever. They just, they just don't want it. They don't want it in general. Um, but you got to ignore it. You got to like cancel out the noise. Um, those are like, you know, well, they're just speed bumps, um, in life when you're, you're looking at your momentum, right? People that either don't understand, uh, don't want to understand, uh, or don't think that you are, um, in a lot of cases, they don't think that you are worthy of whatever, it, whatever goal, dream, accolade, what, I mean, whatever it is that you're chasing, right? Whatever it is that you're working towards, they don't deem it, uh, appropriate for you to have that kind of success. And, uh, I mean, that's honestly, that's honestly the biggest bunch of shit in the world. I mean, you can have whatever you want in this life. Truthfully, uh, we live in, uh, you know, the greatest country in the world where we're afforded freedoms that, uh, a lot of people in this world would kill for. And, and if you disagree with that, talk to anybody who's ever served overseas or seen it foreign countries, um, you know, who's experienced cultures in, in, in other places in the world where they don't have what we have. Yeah. Freedom is freedom is something that's, that's widely spread at this point in history. Um, but not in the manner that, that we experience it here. Um, and certainly the ability to chase your dreams and find success from, from almost nothing. Um, it, it's a really, it, it, it kills me when I get people to try to, you know, they want to shit on me for what I wanted to try and do and what I want to try and work on. They tell me I'm too serious, um, too negative, uh, 
too unhealthy, too fat, whatever, any of that stuff. Um, I think it comes from a place of jealousy to some, to some regard. Um, and, and certainly from a place of insecurity for a lot of people. Um, I mean, we all see lots of things every day that we may, may not agree with. doesn't mean we go out of our way to go tell somebody that we, we think it's a bad idea and that they shouldn't be doing it or that they have no right to be, you know, pursuing that dream. Um, so really block those things out. Um, it's just, it, it, it doesn't matter, right? Um, the older I get, and this is something I wish I understood when I was younger and, and granted, I'm, I'm almost 32. Um, I'll be 32 in a few days here, but at my 32 years ish, uh, something I wish I would have learned a long time ago is that you can, you need to chase what makes you happy, um, and work hard for it, right? You should work hard. Uh, nothing that was ever worth having uh, ever came easy. Um, because if it does, you, you don't appreciate it, right? You, you take it for granted. And that's what kills me getting people, um, not to get too far from the point, but when I hear things like, uh, you know, it's impossible to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make something to yourself and find success anymore. Uh, the last generation killed that concept for us. Well, I mean, I, I would adamantly disagree. Um, I would say that you can use that as an excuse if you want, I would say that there's a lot of people that do. Um, but again, using excuses as uh, a justification for why you're fi- you're not finding success, why you're finding failure, um, you need to avoid the excuses. Um, and I, more than, just as much as anybody else, um, I am guilty of that as well. It's tough, right? It's a daily struggle. It's a daily grind to try and remind yourself of things that you have accomplish and things that have done because you know they those those um shining achievements that we do find for ourselves no matter how large or small um they do lose their shine um over time right so it it seems less impressive to you most things anyway right uh as you go on but it's important to remind yourself of the work that they went into that and that are there are people out there that that they're working towards that right i mean for a lot of people uh buying their first firearm right? Was a first is a big step for me right now. Yeah. That doesn't seem like such a big step, but there was a time in my life, not that long ago, right? Where I didn't own a gun. I didn't know anything about firearms. I didn't know anything about how to research, uh, firearms or gear, um, or even who to reach out to, right? <clears throat> That's like the step one, right? That's getting off the starting line and then starting to build your momentum is, is finding that direction and then finding out you know, who else to reach out to, where else to reach out to, where to look and really help focus yourself and move towards, move towards those goals. You want to be a better shooter. Cool. Buy a gun. Next, buy ammo. Can't afford that. Okay. Well, then what's your next goal? Find a way to afford that. So then maybe that branches off into other goals, right? Maybe you're talking about your career. Maybe you're talking about, um, you know, uh, stuff at work. Maybe it's time you go ask the boss for, for a raise that you've been thinking about for a while now, because, you know, you've been working real hard and that, and that could be even at work, right? I want to be more successful in the office because I hold myself to a higher standard. I I think that, you know, um, you can find success in multiple avenues of life and it's more of a mindset and an attitude thing, uh, than it, than anything else. Um, there's no amount of luck in this world that's going to make or break you. I, I truly believe that. I know people who've had some, some pretty, some pretty good runs of luck. Um, they've, they've walked into some good opportunities, 
Um, and I mean that they've walked into it. Have they had some necessary skills? Yeah, but they, they did have some luck when they walked into some certain opportunities. I also know a lot of people that ran into a lot of doors. Um, and I mean a lot of closed doors in their life and had to work very hard to get themselves to a position they're at now where they're, they're starting to find success. And that can be, that's not, and that's not even necessarily speaking, you know, just professionally. I think, um, for a lot of us, it's very easy to compartmentalize our professional and our personal lives. Uh, and more often, the, our personal lives are what holds us back. Speaking from my own experience, um, this, right, the Prepared Mindset podcast, this this project, this effort that, that's being put forth, you know, that I'm, I'm working on uh, as my, um, this is one of my goals, one of my missions in life, right? Um, this is my personal life. I don't consider this part of my, my professional life, my professional life. Honestly, I, I can't complain a whole ton. Do I wish I made more money? Sure. I think, you know, everybody does, <laughs> but, um, you know, I've, I've found success professionally. And I think that you, you know, people find success in all walks of life and it's, it's determined not by who, you know, um, or the right time, the right place, or how much money, or your, I mean, it's, it is, it truly boils down uh, to, to mindset and to attitude and uh, how willing you are to dedicate yourself to learning new things, to pushing your boundaries, to putting yourself in a state of constant uh, discomfort. And if you find yourself in a position of constant comfort, um, you know, then maybe that should be your strongest indication that's time for a change, right? Uh, I remember before I took my newest, my new position, um, with my job and it's been a couple months. Um, I remember going through parts of lockdown last year where I just didn't have much to do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we all kind of fall into it a little bit, right. You know, for the first couple of weeks, like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't too bad. You know, I, I was working from home. I could get stuff done around the house, whatever. Um, but then it, it starts to sink in and, you know, Hey, I'm a little bit bored. You know, there's not really a whole lot going on and stuff that did pop up. You were so familiar with, you could just knock it out. And there's something to be said for that reliability factor, right? Your, your boss can count on you to knock stuff out and you become a subject matter expert. But, um, for me personally, I took the next step, right? Uh, an opportunity presented itself to move into something. It was, you know, a new role, um, something that was completely new that nobody else knew anything about. Um, and I, you know, seize that opportunity. And it's not without stress, right? Seize the opportunity. Uh, have been suffering a little bit, uh, for lack of a better word, through the circumstances that they come with that. But you grow from it. <clears throat> you you um, you persevere, right? Um, one of the, I think one of the best uh, compliments you can ever be paid is is someone talking about your your work ethic um, and or you know, to overhear somebody talking about you or hear from somebody else that somebody was talking about you and say, well, that guy's real sharp or that girl's really sharp. She picks stuff up very quickly. Um, part of that might be genetic disposition. I don't know. Um, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but I, I think that more than anything, your willingness to learn and your mindset is, is what separates that. Um, if you are constantly looking for new, um, new information, new data, new, new things to fill your mind with. Um, I, I, you know, I think that that's the biggest difference. Uh, the old adage is, is, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. And I know it's often misapplied to a lot of, um, you know, I mean, as a, I remember as a younger guy, I always make that joke about, you know, not our friends, not getting laid and stuff. And it's like, Hey man, you know, it's going to fall off or, you know, you don't use it, you lose it. And it's like, like, ha ha man. Yeah. I mean, shit. 
I can't even tell you how many times we made that joke, but uh, truthfully, if you're not always pushing your personal limits um, to try and grow, to try and learn, to try and develop yourself further, I think that that's a disservice to yourself. Um, one of the best things I could have done, right, when COVID set set in, um, aside from starting this podcast, was I started reading again. <clears throat> um, and I don't mean to say that like I didn't know how to read before and I learned how to read now. <laughs> um, I, I mean that I probably hadn't picked up a book, a novel, um, anything um, in almost 10 years, realistically. I mean, it was like college, uh, you know, eight to 10 years. Um, the last time I had picked up an actual book and read for enjoyment. Now I had touched some textbooks. I, um, you know, read magazine articles and things like that. But I started reading books again. Um, and in the past year, <clears throat> maybe um, past 16 months, we'll call it, right? Because I want to say like March to March, um, and we're halfway through July now. So yeah, about 16 months. Um, I'm coming up, I think, on like 35 or 40 books that I've read. Um, and it's a lot. Uh, but one of the things that I'm starting to realize is that I enjoy it. Um, and I enjoy, uh, you know, ingesting new information, knowledge, right? Um, even if it's things that may not personally apply to you, it, it opens your mind and it provides some insight. You know, I read um, Pete he one of Pete Hegseth's, uh, Hegseth's I'm sorry, books, um, you know, uh, largely discussing uh, the Trump administration and presidency and the state of America and things. And I, and I apologize, the, the title of the book is eluding me at the moment. Um, and I did not agree with everything that, that Pete had to say. I agreed with an awful lot he had to say. Um, he's a very religious guy, which I have a ton of respect for, especially in America today, where it seems like uh, conservatives and certainly Catholics and Christians are coming under fire um, super, super heavily for their beliefs, which I think is uh, just, just awful. Uh, and that is, by the way, for any religion, I think that you should be allowed to practice freely um, in this country. I think you should be allowed to practice without persecution as long as it does not do harm unto others. And I'll leave that at that. Um, but I really enjoyed his book without agreeing with everything that he had to say. And I think I pulled some some very good things away from it, just like um, uh, Dan Crenshaw's book. And if you don't know who Dan Crenshaw is, he is a uh, representative in Texas. He's a former Navy SEAL who was uh, blown up in Afghanistan um, and lost use of one of his eyes and uh, quite nearly the other one as well. But he's an elected official now, and he wrote a book called Fortitude. And that was probably the best book I could I, I think I read <clears throat> so far. I said he made a lot of very, very good points. Um, and really that book, I want to say, probably combined with the three or four uh, books that were written by uh, Jocko Willink um, about leadership, uh, or, or Jocko and then uh, Life Babin, um, again, two other former Navy SEALs uh, on leadership and mindset, determination, attitude, uh, you know, tenacity, things like that. Um, I really found a lot of inspiration in those, and uh, they helped me refocus myself on, uh, on, on pushing me down the road I want to be on as a person. Um, and I, I remember a couple weeks ago, I even, you know, I got a, a group message with a couple of friends on Facebook, and I, and I think we all do, right? You joke with your buddies and stuff. Um, and not to be the, the wet blanket ever. You know, uh, sometimes somebody will send something and it's like, dude, that's not funny or man, grow up. Uh, not often granted with this group of with dudes and, and I can, I can enjoy some pretty twisted humor. Um, you know, but 
uh, I remember I, somebody shared something and, uh, I remember messaging my brothers completely separately and going, man, um, I really don't get that. You know, I just, their brand of humor just doesn't, uh, that's, you know, I, I, I feel elevated beyond that. And that's not too, that's not a slight against anyone. That's not a dig. That's not to say that, uh, I feel that I am somehow, uh, better than that person. What I mean when I'm saying this is that um, I, I just I feel like I am the kind of person now I've changed. Um, I'm a little bit more focused. I'm a little bit more directed in my in my life, and intellectually, I prefer to be stimulated by some uh, some different things now. Um, the the stupid brand of humor where it's just so dumb and so goofy. Uh, that it it's supposed to be funny, <clears throat> you know, shock value and shock comedy. Uh, I can appreciate that, but some of it is just so dumb that it, it it literally is just dumb to me at this point. And I feel like as a well-educated individual, um, that's where I'm at with some of these things, y- you know, and, and I, I, I kind of like that. I do. I feel like that I've uh, elevated myself to a point where um, the, the quality of uh, information, right, that I'm that I'm taking in. Uh, has just has risen to a different level, um, and and this is super philosophical. So, you know, I apologize. A lot of you guys are like rolling your eyes right now, like oh, this fucking guy telling me how great he is uh, about you know books and stuff. Because there's people that just don't read, you know, and that's cool. I, I can respect that if it's not your thing. I know I I know some people that will literally uh, have somebody talk to them about a book and they'll go, that's sweet. I'll uh, I'll wait for the movie, and then they just dismiss it, and that's that's fine. You know, there's a lot of other ways to get out and do things uh, or, or, or learn things, really. And, and one of the best, obviously, is just firsthand experience, you know. And to that point, uh, I've certainly, I think, uh, tried to push myself into some uncomfortable areas. Um, I know I, you know, took a couple trips in the past year where, uh, you know, learning about hunting learning, uh, you know, where you want to try and put things like a deer blind, what to look out for, right? I had Ryan on a couple times. Uh, my friend Jake came on and we talked about hunting, uh, the outdoors, right? Sam and I um, had the opportunity to head up to northern Michigan uh, with Ryan uh, for a weekend and and do some land navigation as well as our first time kind of dipping our toe. I won't say we actually went out turkey hunting, but um, kind of dipping our, our toe into uh, what turkey hunting is like with the calls and uh you know, the decoys and what you want to look for, what you want to stay away from, things like that. I mean, that's, it, it seems like a small thing for a lot of people, right? It's, oh, it's no big deal. It's just, you know, walk around the woods or it's hunting. I've been doing it my whole life, um, which you have to understand and something that I am working on understanding, right? Being empathetic. Um, I get coached on this professionally a lot is just, you know, empathy and understanding, um, providing context around the situation that can help you be more empathetic. An understanding is that I did not grow up in a family where we owned firearms. I grew up in a family where we did not fish. I grew up in a family where we did not hunt. Um, our extent of the great outdoors was, I think we went on one uh, camping trip, camping and tubing <clears throat> when I was, uh, I want to say like a freshman, getting ready to be a freshman in high school. And then um, sports you know, rec- uh, recreational sports and things like that. Um, my bro- you know, some of my younger brothers, uh, did a lot more with the recreational sports, uh, and, and went way deeper into that, uh, realm of life and, and certainly learned a lot more about themselves, uh, in that regard. Um, and about those sorts of things, uh, th- things like working out and, and eating a certain way to help build muscle and build 
body mass. But, um, we, you know, to my point, we were not a family, uh, that really embraced the great outdoors. You know, we didn't go four wheeling. We didn't go two tracking. We did not own property, um, in rural areas where, you know, here in Michigan, it's really, it's really, uh, popular to escape from, like the southeast Michigan uh, area up to northern Michigan where everything's a little bit more spread out. You can get away. You can go enjoy ORV trails and fishing and hunting and hiking and rock climbing and stuff. That was not something that we were really exposed to when I was growing up. <clears throat> and that's not, again, it's not, it doesn't a dig at either one of my parents. My parents both came from families that were poor. I'll just you call it what it is. They were poor. So they, they worked jobs from a very young age and they built up everything that they have now um and worked very hard to provide everything that my brothers and i had growing up and um i mean that in itself i will say that is something i learned that i will i i can wholeheartedly say some that a lot of my friends not even some a lot of my friends did not learn growing up some of them may have been out learning how to hunt and hike and fish and you know uh learn how to you know power chug a fifth or something i don't know um something I learned from my parents and my family growing up was hard work. You know, my mother did own a restaurant for many, many years. Um, until unfortunately there was a, an arson incident and it burned down. Um, you know, my dad is always one of those guys that works like 50, 60 hour weeks and will do it for 50, 60 days in a row without taking any time off. And by, you know, time off, given the opportunity, I mean, work a straight eight hour shift. Um, he's always one of the going early types. You know, he likes getting up early. That's just, He's old school that way. And I and I think that's been one constant um, in my life. And I think that that's really helped uh, push me to places that I want to get to or, or help me get there, right? Um, the, the will to put in the time, the will to put in the effort, um, <clears throat> you know, when it gets tough to, to keep my momentum, right? My, my forward momentum in life. Um, and I'd be remiss to say that, uh, or I'm I'm sorry, uh, if I didn't mention my wife, who's also been, you know, super, super supportive through everything I've done. I mean, again, if you follow our Instagram page, uh, the gear, the kit and everything I spend money on, she's 110% supportive of all of that. Uh, truth be told, I'm actually more critical about my spending than she is, but she's never once looked at some of this and gone, that's dumb. You don't need it. She's been very supportive. She was, she is ultra supportive uh, of the the podcast here, the effort here. Um, she, I, in, you know, I consider her part of the team because of that. Uh, she doesn't participate in a lot of the content, um, but nonetheless, she, I consider her part of our team because uh, she supports me in everything that I do, and I think that's a huge, a huge factor for anybody that wants to improve. Is you have to find that support system. You know, um, <clears throat> whether it's a couple close friends, you know, I talk to Sam quite regularly. Um, I talk to my brother quite regularly about a lot of this stuff. Uh, talking to your parents, um, having a significant other that supports your endeavors in life, I think is absolutely critical because we do at, you know, at times we all need somebody to lean on. Otherwise, uh, life can be a lonely place. Um, I think I read that on a bumper sticker. Uh, but yeah, life can be a pretty lonely place if you don't let anybody in to help you. Um, now, I mean, and that's not to say you should let anybody in uh, to be to try and be that person. Um, I know we've probably all been burned uh, a couple dozen times by poor friendships, by people in our lives that are uh, only there to um, get from us whatever they can for the moment, <clears throat> and then uh, and then take off and leave. 
Um, I've certainly had that fair share of relationships. I've been burned by some alleged friendships uh, in, in a lot of, in, you know, a couple different ways, whatever. Not even anything I'm going to get into. Uh, in my opinion, that's that's part of growing up. Right? That's how you learn how to judge people um, or character, rather, um, is by going through those kinds of growth uh, situations. Uh, for a lot of people, honestly, I remember it being like middle school, right? That's when you suffer the most, uh, if memory serves correctly. Uh, but I digress. Um, you know, m- keeping forward momentum. Um, I think that's, that's a huge, uh, statement and it should be a, a foundational stone, uh, for anybody who's, who's trying to, uh, lead a prepared lifestyle, who's building a prepared mindset, so to say, right. Um, keep moving forward. Uh, you know, I, I uh, am learning ham radio. Um, that's certainly an endeavor on its own. Um, during lockdown with my time, I jumped into building a, uh, a rifle upper. For a lot of people that know how to do that stuff, it's that's no big deal. Um, for me, <clears throat> it was a couple of YouTube videos, some tools. At one point, unfortunately, a grinding wheel, which let me just tell you guys, um, just a small side note here. If you are gunsmithing or armor or an armor, you're doing anything like, you know, building anything. If you got to get the cutting wheel out, you fucked up somewhere. Um, <clears throat> I, I definitely did. Um, but it's a learning experience, right? Um, I got better at it. I had a finer understanding now of how these things go together and work because I went through that. I know what not to do next time. Maybe, you know, order a different kind of, uh, gas block. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's a learning experience, but I got closer to my overall goal of being able to build a whole firearm and an understanding, right? The, how it goes together, how it works, um, what to do, what not to do. There's tips and tricks to, you know, all of it. Hell, I started this podcast, right? I had to learn how to use uh, all this software um, and continue, right? Continue learning the software, the ins, the outs, as we're starting to have guests on, you know, um, that are from all all over the place, right? Different parts of the country as we're continuing to have guests on from different parts of the country. And that, um, you know, how to to make that work, right? And even to take that a step further, um, reaching out to try and bring on, people, uh, to the podcast here. Right. Because I know that there's a, I don't know what I don't know, but I know that there is a ton. I don't know. Okay. Say that five times fast. Um, but I want to know. Okay. And I think that that healthy desire for more knowledge, that healthy interest in moving forward and working towards the goal. I mean, you're going to get rejections. You're going to get, uh, you're going to have failures. You're going to have problems. Um, it's going to cost you some money, maybe it costs you some friendships along the way because you reprioritize your life and what's important to you. I know um, since I have redirected my energy and my time, I've there's uh, several people in my life that I stopped talking to um, for better or for worse. Uh, you know, most of it for better. Certainly, I hope most of it is for better. Um, for worse, we all we can do is our best, right? Um, and now that COVID restrictions are lifting, uh, certainly here in Michigan, they're lifting. Finally, I think we're like one of the last five states in the country to, to, to lift all these restrictions and open things back up and reintroduce social gathering uh, rather than social distancing to everything. Um, maybe th- that'll be something I'll be able to rectify and, and build on those kinds of relationships and develop those relationships. Maybe that's another goal now is, is you're going to re- you're going to uh, expand those relationships or you're going to reconnect and rebuild those relationships 
um, you know, that, that certainly it could be a goal of yours. Uh, as, again, we're talking about moving forward in momentum. Um, it could be building new connections, right? We talk a lot here about building your network of communications and your network should anything happen. Um, or your network of people to reach out to that know more about you than uh, on certain subjects, right, than you do. Um, I, when I got my first firearm, I, I reached out to Sam, right? I've talked about that before on the podcast. Sam was a huge and is still a, a uh, obviously a very good friend, but a, uh, you know, a connection that I, that I have from other points, other th- things in my life that um, we've developed a pretty good friendship and he knows certainly a lot more than I do about many, many things. So I'll reach out to him. I have questions. Hey, I want to learn more about this. Can you show me this? I went over, we spent like five hours at his house one night, uh, going through land navigation, how to read maps, which, you know, to most people would seem like it's a pretty straight up thing to do, but I'll tell you what, man, um, it's not okay. <laughs> it, I, it's not, um, there's, there's calibrations and calculations and adjustments that have to be made just based off of, um, which region of the globe you're in. Right. Um, because I spoiler alert, uh, maps are flat and the earth is not. So while these are, are pretty, um, we're talking minute details over a long distance on a map, right. <clears throat> over that time, over that distance, they can, you can end up a half mile, uh, off course if you're not adjusting correctly for some of this stuff. Um, Even how to read a compass correctly, how to use a compass correctly. A lot of people uh, will look at a compass, um, and I know this um, after having ordered a crappy one and shown it to some people and then ordered a good one and shown it to some people um, that maybe don't know as much on the subject. Um, Well, a compass just needs to show you north, and you just need to you know know which way you're heading in relation to north. Um, and that from a extremely, extremely high level is true. Um, but to do it correctly, to do it accurately, to plot a course, it's not going to take you through things like a swamp or over like some impassable cliffs and hills, mountains, whatever. Um, reading a map correctly, understanding, uh, how to use a compass correctly, that that's a skill. That was something that I you know, uh, I thought it was honestly really cool. It's something I'm going to do more of. Uh, certainly, we're going to try to do more of. Um, probably once we get through the summer months here, I'm thinking, um, just from a weather standpoint, a comfort standpoint. Um, you know, if any of you guys spend a lot of time in the woods, you know that in the summer, uh, if it's 90 degrees out with that canopy, that just traps the heat, turns into an oven. Um, so, I mean, personally, if I don't have to be in that environment, I'm not going to be. I mean, you could say whatever you want about my, my toughness and my... Uh, uh, tolerance for heat, um, uncomfortable situations. If I don't have to be in 95 degree heat, uh, walking, you know, six clicks from point A to point B that we plot out, I'm, I'm probably not going to just it, it, full disclosure. I, and you can, you want to call me a, a pansy? I I'll own that one. Honestly, uh, there there's enjoyment and then there's that other stuff. So, um, you know, I mean, land navigation, so I reached out to Sam. I wanted to learn more about hunting. I wanted to learn more and understand more about what would be involved with, you know, uh, everything from a deer stand to what you look for. Like, how do you pick where you're going to hunt? You know, things like that. I got together with Ryan and Jake, <clears throat> you know, they, they were cool enough to let me hang out for a weekend. We went and spotted out some, some places, did some scouting, pointed out a whole bunch of stuff. I had no idea that you even looked for. I just thought a tree was a tree was a tree, um, you know, or a bird, you know, Hey, these are the birds you like to look out for and listen for because they can let you know when something's coming near. Um, 
you know, these are the marks you look for on a tree and this is why, you know, whether it's an elk or a deer and, um, you know, <laughs> deer are bucks and does and, uh, elks are, are cows and bulls, you know, like something just as simple as that, you know, um, there, there, there's something to it. Um, or, you know, certainly other friends I reached out to at the very beginning. Uh, I have a, a couple of friends in law enforcement, right? Hey man, I want to learn how to shoot. What I'm getting at, guys, you know, and there's a ton of examples for this in, in large things, little things, whatever, is keep moving forward. You know, find the goals that, that are that you really you want and then go after it. Don't let don't let some asshole on the internet or maybe you know what, maybe it's even a family member. You know, I think I've certainly mentioned this a couple of times on the podcast, uh, about, you know, uh, personal health and um, and, and working towards the goals. Uh, but it, it, don't let, don't let people stand in your way. If you have a family member that's sitting there telling you, this is a dumb idea that you, you don't need to be doing this. Uh, you should be focusing your energy on something else. Um, screw that. I mean, I mean, tr- truly, you know, and, and that's not to say that there aren't other responsibilities in life, right. Um, that you shouldn't say, screw it. I'm not going to take care of my kids or my dog or whatever responsibilities I have, because I'm going to worry about only going to the gun range or taking, you know, trips to go hunt animals in Colorado and stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think anybody, uh, would, would think that that's an appropriate way to act or, or, you know, uh, live life. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, don't let people like that deter you and don't let them be the, the force pushing, pushing against you that, that slows your momentum, right? That stops you from, from pursuing what it is you want to do. Um, <clears throat> like I said, anything worth doing is worth doing right. And anything worth having is worth working hard for. Uh, otherwise you have no appreciation for it. You know, I think um, looking at where we've come in, you know, just the podcast here and, and all of you certainly as our listeners, um, I'm immensely proud because it took a lot of work to get here. Talking about you know, bringing people together, discussions, learning things, content creation. I mean, all of that. <clears throat> and honestly, I only want to do more. This, uh, I've answered a ton of questions, you know, over the past year. Um, but again, I only have more. You know, we're going to be working on bringing some more people on in the future here as we continue to grow that are um, much larger subject matter experts in a lot of different fields. Certainly one of the things that I think that is invaluable that we can talk more about, uh, and I don't mean just this podcast, I mean the preparation community and the 2A community in in general is um, is the medical space, right? And it's you know, it's not the sexiest thing out there. I get it. And yeah, a lot of dudes carry tourniquets on their kit because that's just what you carry, right? They make tourniquet pouches. They're attached to, I know I just bought the, the med one kit, right? From T-Rex arms. Um, and, uh, it's got some straps in the bottom for holding the tourniquet. So people will buy one tourniquet and they'll throw it in there. Um, but they don't know how to stage it correctly because believe it or not, um, when you open like a, like a North American rescue cat tourniquet, and I know there's other ones out there, but I like the cat, right? Um, those don't come pre-staged. I mean, they do in one certain way, the way I like to run mine that I've found to be the most convenient, the fastest way to open it and apply it. They don't come pre-staged that way. So if you just pop this thing out of the plastic and throw it in your kit, um, you may be in for a little bit of surprise when you go to actually need it and under stress have to try and apply it. Okay. So understanding how to use this equipment, understanding how to, um, 
how to situate it, right? How to pre-stage it in the event that you're going to need it and use it, but even past a tourniquet, right? Do you know how to, uh, you know, properly apply gauze? Which kind of gauze do you want to apply? Because there's, uh, or even, okay, okay, so like a, like a burn, right? Um, or do you need to apply burn gel all the time? No, not necessarily. Did you know that um, severe burn victims are actually more likely to be susceptible of hypothermia after a burn? And they therefore you should be using an emergency blanket on them? Because a lot of people wouldn't. They would assume, hey, you were just lit on fire and burned. You need to cool down. So we're not, we're going to pour water on you or we're going to, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, as I found out through my research, through other things, is the body actually loses its ability to regulate temperature correctly. Um, I mean, in layman's terms. And you need to do things like, hey, put a jacket on the person and then like a security blanket or not security, uh, like an emergency blanket, something known those foil blankets that's going to help reflect heat in until proper medical attention can be, can be gotten for that individual, right? These are things that your average person... I'm going to take a stab here and say, doesn't know, doesn't understand, um, you know, but it's not that hard to attain this knowledge. Uh, and that's certainly going to be something that I want to learn more, more about, right? Because in our day-to-day lives, we're going to run into those kinds of questions, problems, uh, situations, whatever, you know, medically related is what I'm saying. Then, then we are probably ever in our lifetime going to find, uh, you know, for a reason to draw a gun or get into a physical altercation. Um, and to that point, even just talking with people who know how to, hey, this is what you look for in body language and mannerisms, um, you know, learning how to avoid bad situations. That in itself can be a skill set. I get it all the time from people I talk to either, you know, uh, that live in other parts of this state, that live in um, other states, you know, oh yeah, you live by Detroit. You ever been to Eight Mile? And it's like, yeah, I actually live like 10 minutes from Eight Mile. Oh my God, you must live in a terrible area. Like, no man, it's not... It's not like that. Like, oh, you don't have a ton of crime where you're at? And go, listen, you can go to Detroit and have a very good time. There's there's parts of the city where you can have a fantastic time and experience fantastic culture um, and have wonderful, wonderful experiences. The key to a lot of that is just don't go looking for trouble. You know the good parts of town, know the bad parts of town, and avoid the bad ones. It's And it can really be that simple in probably 9 out of 10 instances where you av- you avoid altercations, you avoid trouble, you avoid problems. But people don't look at it that way. They just assume, oh, you know, um, you have these issues by default because, you know, oh, geographically you're located a shitty part of the, of the state or country or whatever you want to, you know, whatever the hell you want to say. It's not true. Um, there's actually... Um, a lot more that goes into it though. And I, and I look forward to learning about that. You know, um, something else I want to get into now that ammo prices are coming back down is long range shooting. I bought a 6.5 Creedmoor, uh, a Weatherby bolt action, 6.5 Creedmoor last year. That's never been shot. Honestly, probably one of the most expensive guns that I own between the rifle itself and then the glass for it. Right. Um, and I've never shot it. I really, really want to get into that and and learn more about it. I've started learning more about just reticles. How do you use the reticle? How much, I mean, you'd be surprised if you ever, if you dive into the wormhole, right? And I know there's some people listening that are hunters and they just have a regular square or a regular, just like normal crosshair, right? And that's all you ever need hunting because that's all you've ever had. But if you look at some of these new modern scopes that have advanced reticles on them, things like BDC or bullet drop compensation, okay, the little tick marks under it that you can use for holdovers and things, as an example, right, there's a ton of data that you can pull out of your reticle. 
if you can, if you know what your distance is from you to your target, there is a ton of data that you can pull from your reticle, but you have to be willing to a understand that just because it's the way that you've always done it doesn't mean it's, it can't be improved on. And in most cases, that's pretty much the, um, alarming point that it can be improved on and should be improved on is that, Hey, I've been doing it this way for so long. How do I know there's not a better way or an easier way? You know, it seems like every year I hear a couple of friends talking about hunting, like, oh yeah, I, I got one uh, and I followed the blood, but I never found the deer. And it's like, okay, well, what happened? Well, I think I lunged him, you know, I think I got him in the lungs and he was, you know, coughing up blood and everything, but then he ran away. It's like, well, okay, if you got him in the lungs, he's not going to make it that far. And I get that deer can go a pretty long way, but I mean, within reason, maybe you didn't, maybe you thought you hit him in the lungs because that was what your sight picture was telling you. That's what it looked like, but with the wind and everything else, maybe you didn't, you know, so, um, and it's not a perfect comparison. I understand that, but the more, you know, the better you'll be. Uh, and that's it, whether you're talking about target shooting or, or hunting, right? So long distance shooting, uh, understanding all that, that's something I'm really interested to figure out, um, how, how bullet weights and different, and different cartridges and, and, and grain count and everything really does make an impact on, um, precision shooting. I think there's a ton to be said for that. I think we got a lot of people in this community that just go for whatever's cheapest and then they don't understand, uh, why they're not hitting the target, you know, but, uh, you know, keep chasing that information, keep keep pushing towards those goals. Uh, and, and you'll get there. Right. And, and sometimes all it takes is one thing, uh, one thing going right. You know, you can have those weeks. Uh, I certainly have for the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I've had those weeks where you get 12, 15 things that just seem like one after the other, after the other just goes wrong and you don't fail, fail, no rejection, uh, denial, whatever. Um, and, and maybe it's some kind of divine intervention or some kind of faith or, or galactic. So I, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't, but it can just be, t- it can just be one thing that goes right and it can turn your day around. It can turn your week around. Um, it can reinvigorate you with passion, um, and inspire you to keep moving forward. And, um, I think that's that right there, that feeling that, that energized feeling, that excitement is what we should all strive for. Um, regardless of what it is, it could be gardening. If that's what, you know, gets you going personally, me, I hate gardening. So that won't be it. I know that, uh, I've known that for many, many years now. Um, but maybe I have a breakthrough with understanding, uh, a lot of the theory and the work that goes into, uh, ham radio communications. And while I right now don't have any plans to build a home, uh, ham station, maybe I will, maybe by the year end, I'll, I'll dive down that wormhole and I'll, and, and they'll take it that far. And that'll just get me closer to being well-versed in another skill set that makes me a better rounded and better prepared individual. I obviously intend on getting back out to the gun range soon. Um, as I've been dry firing for the last year, I'm honestly, I'm anxious to see if what I've been working on has translated and hopefully it will, maybe it won't. I have plans to try and get out to a class. Uh, I would like to get in front of some people and have some information thrown back at me. Um, instead of me chasing information, um, you know, so much, maybe it's, maybe it's something that's thrown back at me. Maybe people are eager to give me feedback and input for a change. And that can be healthy, right? Both chasing and receiving information, um, subtle differences there, but it's good to have people willing to help you, 
um, whether it's you know financially driven or not, um, seeking out that input, whether it's reading it, watching it on a video, going to a class, and having somebody work with you, um, you know, and, and to that point, being humble enough to understand that while you may have learned quite a bit on something, there's always somebody who knows more. Always, there's always somebody better. I think that's one of the things that my dad told me growing up. Um, that I, you know, and, and there's, there's several, right. We all got those like father isms that our dad used to, you know, all kinds of things like, Oh, it takes just as long uh, to do it the wrong way as it does the right way. Meaning if you half ass something and it takes you 15 minutes, but if you did it right, it would take you, you know, 35 or 40 minutes. Well, then you're gonna have to come back and do it a second time for another 10 minutes and you half ass it and it's still not done right. And then you have to come back again for another 15 minutes. And by the time you, you do it all over, you do it three, four times over because you never wanted to commit and do it the right way the first time, you've actually you know spent more time than you would if you just would have sat down and done it the right way to begin with. Um, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, all that stuff. You know, you gotta love the, the dadisms and everybody gives you shit for saying them when you're older, but um, there's a reason why we all keep saying them when we're older, right? Because they, they're true and uh, they make sense. So... Um, yeah, I mean, keep momentum, okay? Um, if, I, if I leave you guys with something for this episode, um, think about that. Think about what your personal momentum is and where you're headed. Um, and keep in mind that just because your your focus may be split on multiple things right now, that doesn't mean that you're not still headed in the right direction. It's not necessarily a bad thing to, to have multiple goals right now, uh, but, but you know, I think it's important that you uh, find support right? Find people in your life that are willing to help you and support you, that are willing to um, work with you in your endeavors. Uh, many hands make light work, all that jazz. And um, and don't give up, right? Um, it's really easy to quit. That's why there's so, there's so few people that are such great successes in their fields and in different walks of life. Um, if it were easy, everybody would do it, right? So keep that in mind. Uh, don't be discouraged. Uh, don't let it or, or, or be discouraged um, and then get past it. Learn from it. Um, be better and rise above. Uh, I, I certainly um, am doing my best right now to keep that in mind as I move through some of the obstacles that I'm navigating, uh, that we're navigating here, the prepared mindset, right? As a smaller project that we're working to build, uh, there's certainly things that we want to do and are, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm definitely working towards that I, I want to see happen and I want to see uh, come to fruition by the end of the year, you know, and things even past that. Um, but keep moving forward. Don't don't fall back. Don't falter. Uh, don't stop. And, and like I said, certainly don't let other people stop you uh, and tell you that you're not worth it, that what you're doing uh, is um, a waste of time because uh, it's not. If it matters to you, that's all that matters. And it, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to make sense. To everybody else it doesn't have to matter to everybody else. Uh, cause in the end you got to worry about number one, cause if, you know, not again to get all, uh, anecdotal and everything, but if you don't take care of yourself, who will, and that's not just saying, you know, your, your health, uh, and things that's, if you're not looking out and, and, and pursuing your interest, no one else is going to. And that's, that's just the truth. So do what makes you happy, do the things that make you happy, how it makes you happy, um, and, and pursue a better, you know, quality life heading down that, that path towards, uh, you know, uh, enlightenment or whatever, I mean, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, but, but don't stop moving forward. You know, I think that's, 
that's really what I'm trying to say is, is keep moving towards those goals. Get get there. I mean, it may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen the day after. But if you don't quit, you keep working, you will get there. And you ask anybody who, who has found success, they'll tell you the exact same thing. You can't quit. Um, you just got to embrace it. Um, you know, uh, embrace the suck when it sucks um, and celebrate the victories when there's victories, no matter uh, how big or small. Um, and just keep grinding it out, you know, one day at a time. Like we said uh, at the beginning of the podcast, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So, uh, guys, I hope that this has been helpful, um, truly. Um, it took me a while to kind of collect these thoughts, and, you know, I got a couple sticky notes here. I kind of just, like, doodle some of this stuff down throughout my work day, and um, I find myself coming to some personal realizations. That's a really good idea. I should talk about that, or maybe that's that can be part of another topic. So I kind of try to pull this together, and um, this has certainly been something that's been on my mind for a couple of weeks uh, and I really did want to try and convey my feelings and my thoughts uh, with you guys uh, and, and share my, my experiences and my, my personal reflection. So thanks for, thanks for checking this out this week. Uh, we'll have another episode next week. Uh, we, we do have some exciting things coming down the line, some bigger things, um, certainly. I uh, actually had a really great meeting today um, that's going to hopefully lead to some, some better uh, some better things for the prepared mindset and some changes in the future. So, uh, stay tuned for that. You know, we'll, we'll keep doing what we do and, uh, you know, check us out on Facebook, uh, head to our profile or offer section, uh, check out our sponsors, right? Eclipse holsters and my medic support what they're doing. Great companies doing great work out there. And, uh, until, until next time, guys get out there, keep moving forward. And as we always say here, be prepared. 